Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jason Cabinets Experience. Here at Cabinets HR, we have some exciting news to share. We are doing a rewards-based crowdfunding campaign for Cabinets HR starting March 2nd. We are doing this rewards-based crowdfunding campaign to continue the build-out of Cabinets HR. Our rewards include Cabinets HR t-shirts, social media outreach for your company, ebooks, webinars, and more. You can go to the Cabinets HR Indiegogo link at https colon backslash backslash cabinetshr.co slash crowdfunding to donate and for more info. Thank you for your time today. And remember to be great every day. This is the Jason Cabinets Experience hosted by Jason Cabinets. Join Jason as he talks to small business owners and startup founders and other interesting people as we gain great insights about business, people, leadership, HR, and how each guest strives to be great every day. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Jason Cavins Experience. So for this episode, I'm doing an uh, a episode by myself, also doing this on a Facebook Live so like I said, I'm doing a, um, an episode of the Jason Cabinets Experience today. I'm doing it on um, Facebook Live, Twitch Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live. Also, I'm doing an Instagram Live. My intent today is <coughs> to give everyone an update on the Cabinets HR crowdfunding campaign and just what's been going on with Cabinets HR recently. And uh, give shout outs and thank yous to everyone who's been supportive of the campaign so far. I give you an update on everything that's going on. So the, the crowdfunding campaign itself ends either April 28th, April 29th. And I realized I should know the exact date. Um, let me look out here real fast. I can figure it out. Campaign editor. Basics. And uh, any questions you have, be sure to put them in the, either the Instagram chat or the Facebook chat or whatever chat you want to use. Just, any, just ask any kind of questions you want to ask by the crowdfunding campaign and Cabinet HR in general. So the campaign ends like April 20th, April 29th, somewhere around there. So quick update on Cabinet HR. Well, what, what, what is Cabinet HR? It's a, um, something we've been working on a couple of years. And I'll give you a, a quick background again. So after I retired from the Army, you know, in the army would tell you, you know, go, go on LinkedIn, trying to find a job, blase, blase. So I reached out on LinkedIn, reached out to people. And this guy named Mark Moreau reached out to me. He said, hey, Jason, my name is Mark Moreau. I have a startup called Meyer Fold. Um, we want to help veterans and college graduates find jobs using skills tests. Because we don't believe the resume helps you all out. Can we meet in person and you tell me how the army is going to help you find a job? Like, sure, no problem. But one question for you. What the fuck is a startup? Like, I know no clue, no concept what a startup was, right? Like, you just don't start. You just can't start and build a company, right? That doesn't happen. So he laughed. He explained it's all things started to me. Like, he gave me like a quick down and dirty, uh, you know, uh, product market fit, MVP, all those, all those kind of things. So we just went from there. And the light bulb goes on my head. Hey, Mark. You never say anything about HR. Why is that? Because in the army, you know, in the army, I did twenty five years. Twenty five years in the army, eight years enlisted, seventeen years officer. The whole time I was HR on the army, they called it AG, Adjutant General. Um, 
why can't we just you never know, mention HR? He, you know, he laughed. He said, well, no, startups, you don't really do HR to way down the road because we got to, first, we got to get customers, validate the product, validate the idea on and on, right? So another um, light bulb goes off. Hey, Mark, this startup stuff is pretty interesting to me, right? I'm pretty intrigued. So let me join your startup and, and, you know, I can learn this stuff and I can do HR for you later on. He said, let me think about it. <clears throat> and so, you no, know, me being me, I pretty much hired myself. So I'll go to meetings, doing networking stuff. Uh, interesting side note, the person who did our design, the person that our marketing, both graduated from high school with my daughter in Korea and in, in Seoul, Korea, 2006. That was interesting. So I learned a lot there. I like to say my two years there at Mindful, I did everything except for design and code. I got really involved in this community and met a lot of people. But like most startups didn't make it. But in the tiers, I started thinking, and during the tiers, like, man, none of these startups have, um, have HR. Like, I mean, some did, but most of them didn't. Maybe it's an idea I, I can build a business around a problem I can solve. And I, I did a pivot from the startups to companies for now and a few people. Because, you know, startups, you don't have funding, so you know, you can't do this pro bono. So they tell you to do your business research. Um, according to the SBA, Duns and Bradstreet, anytime research. Uh, if you're out there starting a company, make sure you do your business research. Make, make sure there's an extra problem that needs to be solved, that you can solve it. According to those organizations, like five million companies with 49 fewer people, most of them don't have HR. You know, HR person like myself, you know, or others can be 50,000 or more period plus benefits. And then, you know, small business can afford that. And then HR goes on to, you know, there's a few good ones. Most of them, you know, overcharge the price, undeliverable value. And like we like to say, HR goes on, so that's where we want to put our business. Like I said, there's a few good ones. Most of them, you know, overcharge the price and deliver value. I think the challenge with a lot of HR consultants, and don't be wrong, you need to get your value. You need to get, you need to get what you're worth. But I think too many HR consultants are like, okay, I have 15 years HR experience. I have a master's. I deserve 100000 a year, which is true. But then they forget that what they really need to do is add value to the small business. Like get your money, but how you adding value to the small business, how you making the small business better. And most HR consultants, what happens is they'll tell the small business owner, they're like, they're, they'll charge the small business owner from one to $500. We're just saying they're charging $200 an hour. And so charge the small business $200 an hour. And they'll tell the small business, hey, I, I did an audit of what you're doing and I'm doing HR. You need an employee handbook, HR policies, and other items. And of course, the small business owner is going to say, well, well, you know, I already knew that. That's why I hired you. When, when, can, when can you expect you to make these products for me and these services? And the answer is, you always, well, no, I don't make these for you. I just consult you and tell you what you need to do. So what sense does that make? You know, a small business is going to uh, pay, pay someone $300 to tell them what they already know needs to be done. That makes no sense. And we all know if you just, if you Google like um, half, you know, blank, big, HR company, it comes back like bad customer service, bad user experience. And, and another challenge, a lot of HR consultants, you know, a lot of them had like poor websites that are really up in tech, you know. The one thing I kept in touch really want to do, and I realized a lot of this, I'll be rambling on and like just going back and forth, idea and DM. And we're eventually get the crowdfunding campaign in a minute. But one thing about the, uh, a lot of HR people, and this is my philosophy, a lot of us have the same philosophy. In HR, there's a there's old HR and new HR. And I don't mean by age, but I mean by mindset pretty much. Old HR, you might go to the HR person and say, hey, HR person, did you know so-and-so is, 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 is going to quit in marketing? Well, I don't work in marketing. That's not my problem. That's not my business. I, I only handle my HR department. Or, hey, HR person, um, 
such and such employee is really needs to talk to you, but they can't come to after 5 p.m. Well, I don't know what to tell that person because I leave at 5 p.m. They got to figure something out. Or suppose you have an HR person who works in, I work like, I would say, a seafood plant, but they've never gone down to the floor to see what's going on in the, in the, in, in the not the assembly line, but the, the fish production line, right? They have no idea what's going, what goes down there. Or new HR, you know, they know what's going on everywhere. They, they, you know, they really take the job seriously. Another thing with old, with old HR, they're all about compliance. It's, it's either black or white, yes or no. Or new HR, compliance is important, but is there a way to, you know, walk around this and, and, and where, where everyone gets to get to a yes? And new HR, they're, they're open, they're available, collaborative, and they walk around meeting people. And, and, they, and they meet people anywhere from like, you know, the executive assistant to the janitor to the CEO. Everyone knows who they are. They're, they're out, out in the open. Uh, and an even better example of old HR, new HR. Let's suppose you have a company and you're a person like by far the best worker. Like, really, let's say he's the best, I want to, salesperson, mechanic, whatever the case, but he's the best one by far. Maybe for you for 10 years and he's like really good, right? He's made your company a lot of money off his performance. But then you have, your company has a policy that if someone misses work for three days in a row, like with no excuse, like this, they don't come to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No excuse, no letter, no nothing. On Thursday, they're automatically fired. So this day, this guy, this person is three days of work. Old HR doesn't care if they're the best worker, best whatever, how much money they made the company. Your policy is they missed work for three days for no excuse, no nothing. They get fired. Where the new HR person would be like, okay, I know that's a policy, but can we at least wait? Can we at least find out what this person is doing or why? This person didn't come to work, work from there. And then let's suppose the person, you know, had an excuse. And let's say the owner would say, well, the policy is like, I have to fire them or else I look bad. Old HR would be all in agreement. New HR would be, be like, okay, I understand, you know, CEO, that's a policy. And first of all, we got to change our policy because it makes no sense. Well, the policy is if someone misses work for three days with no excuse or no reason, we have to fire them. Uh, okay, we can fire this person. But there's nothing saying we can't fire, hire them back the next day at the same and make everything retroactive, make everything the same, right? So new HR, here at Kevin's HR, we're trying to be the new HR, so to speak, and, and make it like that. Also, another reason for Kevin's HR, um, based, based on stats from the SBA, Anytime Research, and Dungeons & Bradstreet, other, other organizations, s- small businesses lose $27 billion each year and this comes out to $10,000 per employee. And this number is based on gross national product, number of employees, and other factors. And admittedly, it is, it is an estimate. But $10,000 per small business employee is locked as HR. So you have 10 employees, you're losing, and you have no HR using $100,000 per year as a small business, which is like, it's, it's kind of bad. And people ask, well, what do they, what's, what's exact, what do they actually, exactly use money or lose money on? It can be like anything from no compliance, lawsuits, it can be from, you know, paying someone too much, paying someone too less, having position unfilled, and a host of other items, right? And, and also, too, a lot of, one thing, too, a lot of small business owners are worried about, you know, like HR audits, right, from the government. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, every once in a while, someone's going to come and like, come check you out, like either the city, the, someone's going to come check you out once in a while. But the government, whether it's like state, city, or federal, does not have enough resources to come look at you every week or every day, or even every month, right? What usually happens is someone's going to drop a dime, so to speak, right? And a best example is, let's suppose you have an employee and they're hourly working, 
and they work in an office and you give, and they get a 30 minute lunch. And every day they say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do my lunch. I'm going to do my lunch at lunch on my desk. You say, fine, no problem. Everything's unicorns and rainbows. Y'all get along or whatever. No problem. But then two years later, for whatever reason, you know, this person gets passed up for promotion or the person gets mad at you at the company. And so now she's going to go file a complaint with the Department of Labor saying that the last two years, she should have got overtime for working those 30 minutes. Which is true because even if this person does one phone call during lunch, it's considered working. And the government, Department of Labor, is going to take the employee, more often than not, they're going to take the employee's word for it versus what you say. So you have to keep that in mind too. So like I said, the government doesn't have enough resources to come and expect you every day. What's going to happen is employees going to is file a complaint against you or drop it down, so to speak. And then what happens, let's suppose like example I used, it's an um, a, a overtime complaint. What they're going to do then is they'll look at everything you do. They're going to look at onboarding, safety, everything. Because the theory is if you're doing this one thing incorrectly and trying to cover it up and doing it wrong, you're probably doing everything else wrong. And the more things they find you doing wrong, the more money they can find you for. So just be aware of that. Um, so like I said, old, old HR versus new HR want to be new HR. So small business loses $10,000 per small business employee. Also, it's estimated that small business owners are losing or actually spending 25% of the time on HR. Time that would be better spent take care of the people, their customers, and building their business. So 25% of HR-related items is spent on HR. So for the crowdfunding campaign, we have like eight days left. And I want to just give some quick shout outs to some people for the support. So first, we've been on several podcasts in the, in the last month. So that's, so the, the crowdfunding campaign started March 2nd, but of course the, the prep started 60 days, days before then. And it's going to end in, 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 in like a week. So we have several podcasts. We went on the Genesis podcast hosted by Rita Parker. She's been a, a great supporter of us since like maybe a couple years ago. We met through Founders Live. She has a real estate business. She has a business that provides business services to real estate companies out of New York City. So I was on her podcast. She was on my podcast. Also, I was on the Transition Podcast with Bunker Labs, hosted by Mike Stedman. That's a great, great uh, podcast. And also, I'm going to do this crowdfunding update right now. And then also, uh, a podcast we released today was Mark Delaney's podcast. And let me pull up the actual name of that real fast. Yeah, so... Um, the Mark Delaney's podcast that was released today. It's called the Veteran Semi-Professional Podcast. So a big thank you for Mark having me on this podcast. We talked about, of course, the crowdfunding campaign, Bunko Labs, and why human resources is not something small businesses can put off and how we can help out. And so just various other podcasts we've been on. And that's, that's been just been a great help. And so uh, for the crowdfunding campaign itself, it's, it's been a... It's been a challenge, it's been rewarding, it's been frustrating, it's just been all over the place, right? So the reason I did a crowdfunding campaign, because I think most people agree, like, you know, we're like, we're trying to be like HR tech software uh, company. And most people don't think there's a crowdfunding. Most people think crowdfunding is like actual Kickstarter where you're like, you're trying to sell, you know, maybe a water bottle, maybe a skateboard or, you know, maybe something else. But I have a, a good friend. He's also a Bunker Labs ambassador out of Austin named Anthony Gant. His company is called Addie's Rentals. And basically they're trying to be an, if I remember correctly, Airbnb for military people, PCS. And so he did a post on LinkedIn where he did a, a equity crowdfunding. We're doing a rewards based crowdfunding. 
And so he raised like, I, I want to say around $400,000. That's where I really got the idea from. So I talked to him, had a good talk with him. So I just had to go all into the crowdfunder. Um, they're encouraging part of the crowdfunder. A lot of people are sharing it. Like I have testimonials from like so many people from um, my board, my board of advisors, David Metzger. I mean, actually let me pull up. So I don't, I don't miss anyone. So first of all, my good friend, uh, Kevin, uh, have me with an Indiegogo video. For any of those who are doing a crowdfunder, you got to have a video. I mean, I've professionally done one. It can be like, it can be like a iPhone. It has to be like professionally grade made. I mean, that's a big difference. So, so crowdfunders that show that, um, you raise 71% more money with a high grade video. So you actually got a video. And I was fortunate to have a good friend, Kevin, who did for, did for free. That was a really big help. So make sure you check out this video, the crowdfunding video and get with Kevin. You want anything done by him. And so I had um, testimonies by Deborah Metzer, a member of my board of advisors, Elena, Elena Valentine. She's the president and CEO of uh, Skill Scout out of Chicago. What they do, they do a, they uh, go to your workplace and make videos for you. So reach out to Elena for that. Another one of my board of advisors, Kevin Goldsmith, he did a great testimonial. Um, he's a former CTO, a former VP of engineering at Spotify, currently the CTO of Anaconda. Another testimonial from Dr. D. Anthony Miles, another one of my board of advisors. And going way back in the day, he was, the, he was my first guest on my podcast. He's another one, one of my board of advisors. John Neff, another uh, Buckle Lab City uh, ambassador in, here in Seattle. He did a great testimonial. And plug for him, he's doing a Kickstarter starting May 13th. That's going to be talking that he has a tent he's selling. Basically, think of a, a convertible tent is what he's selling. So make sure you check out his Kickstarter, John Neff. Another great testimony from Matt Boyer. Then one from Christina Brennan. I've known her for a couple of years. She's a communication coach, communication consultant. She does a lot of great things in the community. She's been on my podcast a couple of times. Another great testimony from Jared Warren. He's a, he's a CEO, founder, president of Five Brewery out in, down in DuPont. So the, I mean, the brewery, they make their own beer. And they just opened up a barbecue restaurant that sells a barbecue once a, once a day, once a week. Great barbecue. So in the Seattle area, if you're in DuPont, down to Fort, Fort, Fort Lewis, JBLM, check them out in DuPont. Ricardo Perez, again, a great testimonial. So Ricardo has a great story. Came from South Texas. Really into science plants. He's a chemist. Um, does, does a lot of great things. Sniper in the Army. And then he um, actually just got a full-time job as a research scientist at, at the University of Washington. So he's really involved in the like uh, coronavirus research, HIV research, other other kind of like high viral research. So thank you to Ricardo for that. Uh, great testimony from Bernard Edwards. Bernard Edwards, another military veteran. His face is branding in PR. So he did a lot of uh, public relations stuff for me. That's really great. So for this crowdfunding campaign, he was able to push out what we're doing to I believe two thousand publications across the United States, like the. Boston Herald, New York Daily, uh, Texas Online, just a whole bunch of organizations. That's a, so I want to thank him for that. And then, you know, there's a lot, you know, that's more things that are going on. Um, and then, so Kevin said, Charles, we want to be a, but I say I want to be a diverse, remote, and transparent company. Diverse because, like, stats show, and, and of course, there's the, the social good of being diverse. That's all fine and good. But for me, being diverse is more of a business case because stats show time over and over again that if you're diverse, your, your, your ROI, your KPIs, money, profit, all that goes directly up. 
And, you know, understanding diversity means many things, you know, color, religion, thought, all that kind of stuff. So you want to be diverse across the board. And I'm a firm believer that you can never really have a 100% diverse organization. No matter what, someone, everyone's going to have something in common or not in common. And we also want to be a transparent company. So example I want to follow is, for those who have heard of the company Buffer, that's a social media platform. I don't think we can get to Buffer's extent, but I want to be, I want to follow like Buffer's lead, right? So Buffer, everything's open, right? All the emails are on the open, everything's recorded. The, like the lowest employee, like day one employee can go and read all the emails the CEOs have sent in the history of Buffer, right? So that's, one I, that's the level I want to, I want to get to. Now, what I don't want to do, and I, I don't think I'm going to do is like at Buffer, all the equities open, all the salaries open. Equity has to be open. I think, I think because of public laws, SEC, uh, equity has to be open. But I'm not sure about having salaries open. And of course, I realize that employees are going to tell everyone the salary. But I don't know if I'm going to say that, you know, that um, Joe Blow makes, you know, $47,200.10 per hour, right? But I, what I think I will do is say, you know, that John Brown makes from 70000 to 90000 and then he can, you know, just tell whoever what they're making right. But I do want to be a transparent company. They're remote. Of course, remote is a hot thing right now. Um, and for me, even before COVID hit, I want to be a remote company. The first financially just makes sense, right? Like I'm in the Seattle area. It costs, you know, there's a lot of talent in Seattle, but it costs a lot of money, right? So does it make better sense like to recruit talent across the United States and pay them based where they're at? Probably so, right? And plus, if you recruit talent across the United States, you get, you know, it's more, it's more possible to be diverse. So we want to be a, re, a remote, diverse, and transparent company at Kevin's HR. And of course, for the, being a remote, the challenge is, of course, the challenge that we remote, diverse, and all that kind of stuff is, is how do you, do you lose collaboration? Do you lose um, culture? You know, how do you work that? I believe you know, there's a way you can, you can work through that stuff. And uh, some of this, uh, I'll talk, so we did an update last week also. So some of this I just want to cover again. The biggest news for those who don't know, here at Kevin's HR, uh, we brought on two new co-founders, which is, is just me, it'd be a great help. Um, and I've been through so many people here at Kevin's HR. It's, it's been a challenge. Because one thing a lot of entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are realize that, you know, like, you know, you're not going to start a company six months later and be a millionaire. And I think a lot of startup employees think the same thing. Like they go to startup six months later, they're going to get all these, all this money, which is not the case. But two new co-founders. One is um, Danielle Ann Anman. She goes by L. I know her from Rework. So as you know, what part I want to do, are, I'm a ambassador with Bunker Labs in Seattle. At Bunker Labs, we help military veterans, spouses, and connect community, start, start companies and help them on the entrepreneurial journey. Um, Bug Collapse was started in uh, 2015 out of Chicago. We're like pretty much every major city in the United States now. And so the idea was there's a lot of nonprofits out military veterans, you know, find jobs with mental health, nothing really out there to help us with um, start a company or, or no entrepreneurial journey. Now, I'm sure I'll get these stats wrong, but after World War II, like 60 to 70% of military veterans started companies. Now it's like 5 to 6%. So we helped them with that. And then what Bunker Labs does, we have a partnership with WeWork. That's a great partnership. So WeWork provides free space to eight military people and I believe 25 or 30 cities across the United States for six months. So basically free space. And another thing, another great thing about the free space is like I'm in Seattle, like opposed to your, like I'm in Seattle, people in Seattle. So basically if you're VIR or, or Bunker Labs, 
you can use any rework space in the world, right? So we had one guy, one guy like John Neff. He does a lot of business in China. Last year, he spent a month in the Singapore rework. I've been in the Bay Area, Las Vegas, Austin, Dallas, other areas. So you can use any rework you want. And so rework, each rework building has like a, like a, what's the word looking for? Like an overseer of the, of the VR, like a partner, whatever. And so Al was the VIR person, rework person at the 1411 location. So this is a great person. And you know, so she left rework because all the stuff they had going on. And so I just kept in touch with her and I was finally able to wear her down and bring her on. But she has like great marketing experience, great sales experience, experience with Microsoft, and just, she's just a, just a great person. Person you definitely want in your team. And then, uh, so she's going to help me with all, what I call all the non-tech stuff, right? And Elle is just like, like a great creative person, right? And me, I'm not a creative, so I definitely need someone like, like Elle on the team. And then the other co-founder is a Mario Mitchell. He's another bunk when I was in Bass, Las Vegas. And so Mario, uh, our Air Force veteran, he's going to help me with all the tech stuff. So he's like the tech co-founder. And so Mario has a lot of tech connections. He has a lot of um, software development experience. And with Mario, what he just did, him and his people in Las Vegas, and I can't have the number wrong, but he just raised like $1.2 million to start a coding academy in Las Vegas. So that's going to be a, a big help with the, tech, with the tech piece. So Al, um, 20 years of film, corporate and startup knowledge. So that's, that's going to be really important for us. Um, other things, also crowdfunding. So, so crowdfunding, crowdfunding link also put in the, in the show notes is a HTTPS cabinetshr.co slash crowdfunding. So it'd be great if you could support by donating and sharing. Um, one, one good thing about the crowdfunding campaign, I've been doing a lot of meetings, meeting a lot of people. And be honest, you know, by one, 2% of them have been like, I won't say a waste of time, but I'm like borderline scams, you know, like people trying to get stuff from me or trying to, you know, get some kind of, you know, deal that's really not beneficial to Cabinet HR. I'm going to be wrong if it's, if it's like, you know, equally value is good, but like if it's 99% value, you're, you're, you're side of 1% of mine. It's not really good for, for Cabinet HR. Um, so uh, on the last update, I put out, we were doing the research on PitchBook. So I finally finished my research on PitchBook as far as like what investors reach out to. So we, we did research on uh, AI, um, HR tech SaaS, and other items. So there's a total of 77 VC firms and angel investors we're going to reach out to. So now the next step in that is actually going to each investor and seeing who we're connected to and doing, doing a deeper dive. Also, another thing um, we, we figured out, so... PitchBook will tell you the average fundraising on each segment, right? So based on like on AI, if you're an AI, HR tech, and SaaS company in raising a C round for 2021, the average investment is $3.18 million. And um, but the evaluation is like $11.3 million, right? Which is kind of high, especially because they haven't done any traction yet. I don't have a platform built out. But then I broke it down by, you know, only SaaS, only HR tech, and only AI. And I believe HR Tech is the lowest at 1.5 million at an $8 million valuation. And so for my board of advice, I just still got to talk to a couple of them and another more people. Most of them are recommending that we go with them. Um, we just we start the fundraising that we try to raise 1.5 to $2 million on the eight to $9 million post evaluation. And so I got to still figure that. And so it's still a lot, of work, a lot of work to be done on that. So a pitch book, I mean, that's a, that's a great resource for a great tool. It's pitching a uh, pitch book. I want to go give a quick shout out to NYU Future Labs that we're a part of. That's how we got access to the uh, pitch book. So NYU Future Labs. 
So actually, we're part of a thing called NYU Veteran Labs, or at least the Veteran Future Labs, which are part of Future Labs. So we're, we're one of 10 of veteran companies in there and get us, that's just a great resource. It was supposed to be September 2020 to September 2020, September 20, excuse me, September 2020 to September 2021 in person in um, Brooklyn, New York, free office space for housing. Of course, you know, COVID killed that. But the resource has been great, like, you know, I think believe $50,000 AWS credits, free legal advice, and the free pitch book. So pitch book for, is pretty extensive. So pitch book, this for startup, and I believe this is the cheapest one. It's like $25,000 per year, right? So that's been a great resource. And just the things they do, it's just been great. Uh, but pitch book is great as far like t- narrowing down the fundraising stuff. Um, so I believe that's all from the um, last, last update. Let me close that out. And so next, I just want to give a shout out to all the people who have like helped actually donate. So back to crowdfunding. So we're raising $25,000. Right now we're at, I believe, around just below 7,000. Let me pull this up. So yeah, we're at 6,890, so we're at 20% funded. So we're needed, we got to do a big push to get to our $25,000. Uh, also doing a Facebook campaign, ad campaign. That's been, that's been great. Let me actually pull up the ad center for that. So one thing about campaign is really taught me a lot of stuff, how to do different things. Oh, shit. Like I said, crowdfunding campaign met a lot of investors, potential customers, and that's been good. A lot of people have been sharing it. A lot of people have been helping out. So for the Facebook ad campaign so far, um, been like $86 on it so far. It has reached 9,300 people. And it's like 181 links. So I'm really not sure how many people link from it that I know. So maybe that's something I need to research. So I want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's donated so far. Um, and so for the perks, let me cover that real fast. Actually, let me go back to that. I know I'm like all over the place right now. So also Kevin's HR, we do HR for companies with 49 or fewer people. And and for the and we do um and we do it based on location and industry and and and, and the questions we do. So most HR companies, what they do, they whether you're a restaurant in Texas or me, excuse me, whether you're a tech company in Seattle, restaurant in San Antonio, or tone company in Memphis. They pretty much send you the same templates, right? One size fit all. And we all know that one size and it was, and we all know one size does not fit all. So what we do, we send you a question or answer. Um, so, you know, like what holidays you're going to give off, um, what days you're going to go for different things like that. And so based on the questions on how you answer the questions, the code is going to automatically do employee handbooks and HR policies based on your location and industry. Another thing too, we do definitely cabinets HR is most HR companies is they have, they, they say they provide you HR person, but actually it's actually more like a call center, right? And most HR companies are in California. So for example, you're, you're, you're a restaurant in Texas and you call the HR company in California. On Monday, you might talk to Susan. Thursday, you might talk to Dylan. And you know, a week later, you're going to talk to you know, Samantha. So each time you're going to talk to a different person. Where with us, the vision is, our plan is like, each time you talk to us, it's going to be the same person and obviously, you can't do it now, but in the future, plans have the same person. You talk to the same person each time, and that person, at least be in the state or, or your city or the least in your industry, right? So you can talk to the same person each time. Talking about Kevin's HR. So, Kevin's HR, the employee handbooks, HR policies, job descriptions, um, 
and what we're calling responsive HR advice and onboarding. And for responsive HR advice, examples might be, you might contact us and say, hey, um, Kevin's HR. And the plan is to have it all in the, um, in the app through AI. So you might contact us and say, hey, Kevin's HR. Um, Sue, Tom has not been working two days. You know, what do we do? Walk you through that. Or just if anything to talk about, you can think about we'll, we'll talk you through it, you know. And then the better example, you might contact us and say, hey, Kevin's HR. Susan, you know, has been with us for six months. She's toxic. She's a horrible worker. Uh, she's failed everything she's done. She's failed to perform her plans. And she's agreed to the go next week. And, you know, we're going to give her a little bit of service pay, whatever, for her time here. Everything's agreed. Everything's dotted. Everything's signed. She told us yesterday she's pregnant. What did we do? And I believe most HR people, especially the old HR people, old in mindset, not age, will tell you why everything's signed and documented. Just let her go. Don't worry about it. Well, we're more like, okay, we're not saying not to let her go, but what about your employer brand? Because even if she doesn't do it, someone that she knows is going to put on social media that you fired or let go a pregnant female. And that's going to destroy your business, right? So like I said, we're not saying not to let her go. Maybe you walk someone out where like she does a different job or maybe you just keep on paying her. I don't know. But, you know, do you really want to just let her go and someone's going to put on social media that, you know, you, you know I don't think as a business you can afford that, right? So one thing I don't think people realize HR needs to do, HR is like should be a big projector of your employer brand. And also we have some great partnerships with different companies. Now, eventually HR at Kevin's HR, we want to do everything from like recruiting to the, to the retirement, but now we're of course not there. So for now we have partnerships to help cover down on this. So we have a partnership with every payroll out of Utah. They just raised a $10 million A round. They're a great partner. And the great thing about every, they're a setup where employees can choose to get paid every day. Instead of every two weeks, they get paid every day. So that's a great thing. And they have a, a way to get paid. They have a way you can set up where you can pay contractors and employees. And then we have a, um, another partnership where people keep out of Utah. So they do um, help benefits of companies before and not a few people. And what people keep does differently, like most, most grouping, like most health insurance, it's one size fit all, right? So everyone gets the same thing. So people keep those this is set up differently. I think it's a great idea. It's more like I've heard, I don't know if you're a la carte, but a small business owner, you, you, it's like you're breaking up between single and, and families, right? Let's suppose the allowance for singles 300 and allowance for families is 600, right? So the, we'll say you're a family. They'll go out and they'll find their health insurance, which admittedly is not the easiest thing to do, but people keep helping help them find insurance. So they'll go find their health insurance. And let's suppose it's five fifty a month. So what happens is the employee pays the five fifty a month. They then take the receipt, give it to the small business owner. You input it into the people keeps um, database or whatever they want to call it. And because it's pre-tax money, you actually get a tax benefit out of it. So, so just a great deal. Another great thing about it too, like you know, if you're giving insurance to people, if someone doesn't have kids, you know, why give them daycare? Why pay for the daycare for them? Or Someone doesn't go to the gym, why go to the gym, right? So this lets your people pick what they want and you get a tax benefit. Then we have another uh, uh, partnership with the um, Leverage Benefits Consulting out of Bothell in Washington. They do, they give a lot of free help, or a, lot of, a lot of free stuff, like free, um, what's it called? Free theft insurance, a lot of free advice too. So that's really good. And then a partnership with People Trail for background checks out of Utah and a partnership with uh, Nova Point Capital out of Atlanta. They do, um, 
financial advisors for small business. And we have some other partnerships too we're working on too. Um, so a lot of people are supporting Kevin's HR. Um, so that's a quick shout out. Well, not quick. We have a lot of them to give. So perks, let me go back to perks. So of course you can, um, for, for to donate to Ke the Kevin's HR crowdfunding campaign, it's HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash kevinshr.co slash crowdfunding. But some, um, of course you can donate any amount you want to to Kevin's HR from a penny to, you know, you know, a millions of dollars, you know, giving give any, 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 any amount you want to. But then we have some perks too. So if you give $10, you get a public thank you. So basically for the public thank you, I would go like, um, of course, I'm going to do a public thank you right now. I probably went overboard. So public thank you we got like this. It could also be um, where we're connected to. Like if we're connected on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, I did it across the board. Or if we're just connected on, say, LinkedIn. So opposed to this connected on LinkedIn, I would say, here at Kevin's HR, we want to thank at, you know, John Brown for his contribution and donation to the Kevin's HR crowdfunding campaign. Thank you very much. To learn more with the Kevin's HR crowdfunding campaign, you can go to HTTPS kevinshr.co slash crowdfunding. So that's a public thank you. Um, then we're doing a t-shirt, Kevin's HR t-shirt for $70. Basically it's a blue t-shirt with a logo on the front and um, be great every day on the back. So $70 for the t-shirt. Then um, for $250, we're doing a, a Kevin's HR webinar. And to be honest, I don't think, I think a couple of people signed up for that. So the webinar, is we're doing like, um, and actually I decided what the webinar is going to be on. Probably, I've done webinars in the past, like HR loss for small business, HR considerations, so I got to lock that down. Right now, I think only five people are signed up for the webinar. And so I'll probably reach out to those five people and see what they want me to focus on. Also, the webinar, um, our partners, every payroll, uh, people keep all those items, they're going to be taking part in the webinar also, right, to add, add additional value. Uh, another reason for having the partnerships with Kevin's HR, of course, it's a, it could be a potential revenue stream for us because, like, for example, someone says that for people keep, we get a certain percentage every, get a certain percentage. Also, the thought process was too, Lord, if we can show investors and potential customers that these other companies are with us, it validates, validates us even more, right? That's the thought process, too. Also, uh, let me go back to board advisor. If you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, I highly recommend you to get a board advisor, right? God, this is, further validates you as a company and you as an entrepreneur. Even if you're a solo founder, you, have, you can't even bring in a co-founder, you have no team, having a board advisor kind of validates you, right? It makes people think, okay, these, these, these people believe in you, right? And for the board advisors, and so for the board advisors, you need to try your best to pick uh, people who like, um, don't have your skill sets or skills you're weak in, right? So in my board advisors, and first, let me give a, give a quick shout out to Todd Dean, my first board of advisors. So Todd Dean was my first guest on the podcast. And about six months later, he reached out to me. He called me and said, hey, Jason, how's the company going? And I told him how it's going. And, and remember how earlier I said, um, oh, what the fuck is a board? What, what the fuck is a um, startup? So Todd asked me, what, who's on your board of advisors? I was like, oh, what the fuck is a board of advisors? What the fuck? You know, what is this? Right. He laughed. He explained the board of advisors to me, right? He said, hey, you know, I'll be your earning your board of advisors. I'll do for free. And, and you use my name, bring all the people in. And so board of advisors is a thing you should like bounce ideas off once a month. And, you know, 
and, and the border virus is not like, you know, not going to do work for you, not there all the time. But I think it's more uh, idea, uh, a validation for your company, right? So for my border virus, Todd is the first one. And most border viruses are going to expect something, right? I mean, if, if, well, if a border virus say, I'll be a border virus, border virus like $10,000 a month, like run, 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 right? They say, I'll be a border virus with 10% equity, run, 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 right? I think the average is like 0.25% per person, right? So I have four board advisors combined. I give them each 1%. I combined, they all have 1% of the company, right? With the cliff vesting and equity and all that's a, a different conversation. So Todd Dean, he's like my person I go to for um, like VC questions, investing questions and just stuff like that. Um, so he used to be president of Creature Forum in Seattle. So Creature Forum is like a nationwide, actually think worldwide uh, angel investing forum. He used to charge that. Now he's in Sun Valley, Idaho, and he actually has a, a venture he's doing. Yeah, so right now he's starting a, a thing called Sanjaro Wellness that's helping people with wellness, addiction, and just mental health in the Sun Valley, Sun Valley Idaho. And actually, I think, he's, I think he believes he's running, he's running raising money for that. So Todd is like kind of like the, you know, VC, you know, angel investor, um, board president of board advisor stuff. And one thing I used to do, I used to do like weekly, monthly meetings. But I got away from that because it wasn't not that it was my time. I didn't really want to waste their time because I said, all right, let's go with the one-on-one when I can. So Todd Dean was the first one. And then there's a Dr. D. Anthony Miles out of San Antonio. And like I said, Dr. D. Anthony Miles is my very first podcast guest. So he's a startup marketing expert, a sales expert out of San Antonio. He's been like at least 20 books on marketing, startups, stuff like that. He has a radio show on entrepreneurship. He's won numerous entrepreneurship awards in Atlanta in the United States. And he actually won an award in Berlin, Germany last year. And he's, um, he's in the process. I don't know where he's at right now. Kind of, you know, COVID, of course, kind of jacked it up. But he was in the process of starting a TV show in Atlanta based on, you know, that's going to do um, basically a TV show that focuses on all, all the startups in Atlanta. So he's working on that. And so he's like my sales marketing guy I go to. And nothing, don't be wrong, like, I don't only go to my board of advisors when I have questions or stuff like that. I have like a plethora of people I go to for advice and stuff. And then there's a Kevin Goldsmith. Um, he's like my tech advisor, former VP of engineering at Spotify. Um, for those who've been on Spotify, the current Spotify platform, him and his team built that. He's a former CTO of Avo, a, a legal startup here in uh, Seattle. Probably they're probably not a startup anymore. I think actually, I think they got acquired. I believe he's been the CTO of like five, six different startups. Now he's a CTO of, I believe, a company called Anacada is like an AI data space, data science startup. So anything tech related, you know, I go to him with them, right? Like when I bring on tech people or CTOs of my own, I run it past them and see what's going on, you know. Plus, I always joke with him, you know, if I can ever raise the money I want, I'll just hire him and, and do it for me, right? He always laughs. And then there's um, David Metzer. So the previous three all came from being guests on podcast. And so like Todd Dean, VC advisor, investor advisor, uh, Dr. Mall, sales marketing, general entrepreneurship advisor, and Kevin Goldsmith is the, um, we'll say the tech advisor. So, and, and then they tell you that they're like some kind of superstar advisor, right? Someone everyone knows. So my last advisor, David Metzer, so, so David Metzger hasn't been in the podcast yet. I asked him to be in the podcast. But I, I followed him on social media for a while. Um, I asked him as a message. He actually replied a couple of times. 
Actually, every time I send him, he replies. He really, he's real good about applying. And so last September, August, September, he had a pitch competition. Devin Mitchell's two-minute pitch competitions. I entered it. It was kind of competitive. But I got accepted to, to, to take part in it. I finished second. Um, I finished second. I got a year of free coaching from him. I entered this Facebook group, all this kind of stuff. So I was going to the Facebook group. And I was able to take that and I asked him to be, asked him, as, 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 so as part of the VR stuff I do, we do like a, a weekly huddle. Well, actually like twice a month now. So we do a huddle and ask him to be a speaker. He said he had no problem with what we talk about. He talked about what we want to talk about, you know, just, you know, because he's a pretty upbeat person. Well, I could probably do it for 20 minutes. He ended up staying like I think an hour. And so that's a great experience. And I was able to take that and it didn't work out because scheduling, I was able to take that where he's, he's going to be like a, um, you know, speaker at our, at our yearly bunk on that um, muster, right? That'll work out. But I was to take all that. You know, I did some other things for him. And as I, and I finally asked him, can you be a, a member of my board of advisors? So he said, yes, right. So at value, 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 he became, he became a member of my board of advisors. And one thing about being a board of advisors, I've had some, you know, I've been in several pitch competitions and people say, well, how do you get, you know, Kevin Goldsmith on here? How do you get David Mitchell on here, right? So it's, it's like automatic name, name recognition, right? And one thing we're gonna have is traction. We need more traction, more, we gotta build a platform, but I'm asking people say, okay, if these four people believe in you, maybe we need to take a better look at what you're doing. So that's been a great help. And so another thing about David Melcher, so I'm sure you already know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. So David Melcher is a, is a business advisor, Gary Vaynerchuk. Even, even the great Vaynerchuk is a business advisor. And so I can say that my business advisor, I share a business advisor with Gary Vaynerchuk, so, so I think that's golden. So that's, so that's the board of advisors. So back to the, to the webinar. So, so $250, you get a webinar. Then for $350, so like I said, for the $10 of public, thank you. For the $350, it's like a, it's like a real all-in like public media thing for the, whoever gives $350. So $350 is going to be like a social media push for you, you know, because we, we share social media across um, LinkedIn, Snapchat, you know, all these different things. I have a social media tool I use. Uh, be a guest on a podcast. So for those who do the 350, it, it says links across social media podcast, but sharing your links for your company, what you're doing, like all that kind of stuff, right? So I, I think that's a good deal. I'd also either have you potentially maybe even host a po my podcast or be a guest on a podcast. And also a part of me like doing ads for you, right? So if you sign, so you sign up for 350, all the links across the media and also do an ad for you for like maybe four episodes of, of the Jason Cavs experience. Then also doing an ebook. Uh, so ebook, I need to figure that too. So ebooks can be a combination of different items. I got to figure that out, honestly. Another thing too for also is not one size. It's not one thing right now. If you give $10, you only get the public thank you. But if you give $70, you get the t-shirt and the public thank you. If you have to give, if you have 250, you get the webinar, the public thank you, and the and the t-shirt. So whatever amount you pay for, you get that and everything below it too. Um, ebook of five fifty, and then you know if you get if you donate one thousand dollars, you get a one on one with me. Uh, we can probably do a Zoom since COVID's going away. I can I can probably actually go to your location and do a one on one with you on on location, depending where you're at. And then we we'll also give discounts for or, or, for a cabinet HR. So if you sign up for Kevin St. Charles through the crowdfunding campaign for one to 10 people, and this is for the whole year, uh, one to 10 people is $1,600. Uh, 
11 to 19 people, 2,200. 20 to 34 people, 2,800. And 35 to 49 people, 3,400. So the one to 10 is not really that big of a discount, but the more higher you go, the bigger the discount is. Another, another thing about Kevin and HR we do is I believe we do this differently. Like most HR clients and most HR companies, probably you sign up with them. So like most HR companies, like I said, let's suppose, let's suppose you sign up, let's say in, you know, July 1st, you sign up for everything. And so the HR consultant or HR companies like the employee handbooks, HR policy for you or whatever. And let's say September, something changes. To keep it simple, let's say where you're at, the minimum wage, change, minimum wage law changes. And so what they do is like, they give, they, they're going to charge you for everything, right? So they'll charge you for a thousand dollars new handbook, a thousand dollars new policy, right? Up and above you already paid. But Kevin's HR, that all that's including the price. Like suppose you have 22, 20, um, 23 people in your company pay $2,800 for the whole year. Whatever changes with the year is automatically included in the updates, right? So another thing that's been a challenge, you know, just like reaching out to people on the crowdfunding campaign, right? So right now, you know, I've like sending one-on-one messages to people who've been on the podcast, one-on-one messages to people on Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, all that kind of stuff. So right now what I'm doing now is I'm, Send a one-on-one voice message to people I'm connecting on Facebook. The challenge for that is, I guess Facebook is set up where if you send like messages too fast or too many in a certain amount of time, that it stops yours. So I got to really make an effort. Like maybe instead of like like message, 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 like doing voice message, wait, voice messages, wait. So that's been a challenge too. Um, think what else I need to cover? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, so really asking for your help on the Kevin Sato crowdfunding campaign. Uh, for the money, I, I probably need to follow. Go, go, for the money, it's going to be used like, you know, complete the, complete the tech part, you know, do marketing, you know, all the kind of stuff, you know. Um, let me think of what else. A big shout out to NYU Labs, Bunker Labs. Also, I want to shout out to Patriot Bootcamp. So, Patriot Bootcamp, they're another veteran entrepreneur organization. That's a big help. So, Patriot Bootcamp, I recently took part in a thing called Patriot Bootcamp Elite Eight, where I'm not sure how many companies are in Patriot Bootcamp, but Kevin's HR was selected as one of the top eight companies in Patriot Bootcamp. So the program Patriot Bootcamp Elite Eight was sponsored by Google for Startups, empowered by Founder Track. So it was like January to February, eight weeks. Pretty extensive, pretty rigorous, pretty intensive program. Learned a lot, had a, had a great pitch competition, met a lot of great people there. Uh, through there, I met Charlotte Creech. Um, she's a former CEO of Patriot Bootcamp. Now she's the director of innovation at um, USA. Just a great person. She's been a great help. So I think that's about it. Final um, mixers, info session, startups. That's something else. I want to thank everyone for their time. Um, also for the podcast, where's the podcast? Jason Kevin Spears will get pushed out once a week, every Monday. For a while, I'll start pushing out three times a week to get more like um, more publicity for the crowdfunding campaign. That's gonna two day two days. A week, it'll eventually go down to one day a week. Before we go, I, I need a, when does this, and I should know this, but the um, crowdfunding campaign ends either April 20th or April 29th. So it says there's nine days left, but I don't know if that includes a day or what that means, but April 20th, April 29th ends. We're not near the funding I want to have at, but there's more time, there's still more time to do that.
they say you get like 40% of your funding first three days and other 40% of the last three days. So I just want to thank everyone for the time today. Um, I'm very appreciative of your time and you, you listening to me. Thank you for everyone, all the support of Kevin's HR, everything you've done to help us build the company. Also, um, this is an episode of the Jason Kevin's experience. I'm actually going to probably push this out tomorrow. But for the Jason Kevin's experience, we um, talked to small business owners, founders, other interesting people. Interesting people, are like a great example, I talked to a guy named Critton Morris in Seattle. Uh, he's a master violinist. Or I can't believe, I can't remember if he's a master violinist or master violist, one of the two. He'll probably cuss me out if he hears me say it wrong. But, you know, he's just a great person. He's, he's performed in the Louvre. He's performed at Radio City Music Hall. He's performed everywhere. I mean, he's like, you know, probably the top 1% of, of people in this field. Just a great performer. He has a nonprofit called Key to Change that he's doing. So like interested people like that I talk to. But if you're one of those one of those things, reach out to me if you want to be a guest on my podcast. Also for the like the, uh, most podcasts are done through Zoom. That that's like 45 minutes an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I also do in-person podcasts here in my uh space here in the New York building at 1213 Avenue. That was a more in-depth in-person uh podcast. That's like more, like more longer, so to speak. If you want to be a guest on podcast, reach out to me and we can see what, what happens. It's a, it's a great way to get publicity for, for, for my business and for your business. And so it's great, just a great way to collaborate and like build relationships. Also, you know, follow me on any social media platform. We're on, but like I said, on, um, follow, follow us on social media. I mean, we're pretty much everywhere. Um, we're on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. And of course, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, you know. Also, we're on Clubhouse, but not like we should. I, I would be honest, I really haven't figured out Clubhouse. Every time I go on Clubhouse, it's like did something different. I don't know. I need to figure that out too. But I'm really bullish on um on on TikTok. So yeah, so let me let me get off here. Uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Um don't forget, um, be great if you could um check out the Kevin Stacy crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. Check it out, share it. Of course, it'd be even great if you, you know, make a donation. If you have some great perks, you know, if you need anything from me, let me know. Uh, if you're a veteran entrepreneur, uh, there's a lot of resources for you. There's Bunker Labs, Pitcher Bootcamp, um, NYU Future Labs, you know, reach out to me. I'm, I'm pretty well connected. I have like, I mean, I'm no Gary Vaynerchuk or Joe Rogan or anybody like that. But across different social media platforms, I have, I have like 40,000 followers. And, you know, I, I can, I can, I, I'm pretty sure I connect you with someone if you need help with something, if I can help you with it. But, you know, thank you for your time and remember to be great every day. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Jason Cabinets Experience. We're asking for your support for our rewards-based crowdfunding campaign for Cabinets HR, either through your donation or by sharing this link with your networks. We are doing a rewards-based crowdfunding campaign to continue the build-out of Cabinets HR. Go to https colon backslash backslash cabinetshr.co slash crowdfunding for more details and to donate. Thank you for your time today and remember to be great every day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jason Kavnis Experience. Be sure to connect with us across social media at Kavnis HR. Thank you and remember to be great every day. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up, you've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up.